Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Monday, September 28th. I'm your host Simran Sandu and I'm excited to have you join us on today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by F5 Media. And to kick things off this week, our first story comes from the White House, as President Trump has officially nominated Amy Coney Barrett to succeed Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the Supreme Court. Whether or not she will be confirmed as a justice before the election is uncertain, but assuming she does succeed, she will be the youngest justice currently serving on the Supreme Court at 48 years old. That being said, she would also shift the balance to create a 6-3 majority for Republican-nominated justices. Many Democratic officials are afraid that this strong majority will result in the overturning of many previous Supreme Court decisions. As for our next story today, Alphabet Inc., which is Google's parent company, just settled a number of shareholder lawsuits prompted by the way the company handled sexual harassment claims. As part of the settlement, the company devoted $310 million to corporate diversity programs, and in addition to this, Alphabet has also formed an advisory council which focuses on diversity, equality, and inclusion. With that in mind, Alphabet now plans to extend a policy which would ban forced arbitration in individual cases of sexual harassment and other employee disputes to all of its subsidiary companies. The lawsuits that prompted these settlements came after the New York Times reported that Alphabet's board of directors approved an exit package of $90 million for executive Andy Rubin after he was accused of sexual harassment. According to the same report, Alphabet shareholder James Martin said that board members had allowed illegal conduct to grow in the company as they became enablers of sexual harassment and discrimination. Now on the bright side, at least these new policies seem to be a promising sign for making the workplace safer for all employees. As for our third story today, a major development took place this weekend amid the ongoing tensions between the United States and private Chinese companies. The Shanghai-based company known as SMIC is reportedly at risk of benefiting the Chinese military, according to the U.S. Department of Commerce. As expected, the U.S. response by imposing sanctions on the Chinese company, and as a result, all U.S. computer chip companies must now obtain licenses before exporting certain technology to SMIC. A spokeswoman for the company said on Saturday that SMIC has no relationship with the Chinese military, but I do suppose it's better to be safe than sorry. Overall, the U.S.'s continued effort to constrain their tech-related exports have been effective, and experts believe that China will struggle to catch up with the U.S.'s advanced technology, especially given that they're still heavily dependent on American companies for their semiconductor chips. Now heading to our fourth story today, let's make a quick stop in the world of M&A. According to the Wall Street Journal, two energy companies, WPX and Devon Energy, are reportedly discussing a merger. Keep in mind the move is more of a need rather than a want, given that the pandemic has taken an immense toll on the energy industry, specifically for oil and gas companies. Both of them have experienced significant declines in their share prices over the past year, with Devon dropping 64% while WPX fell by 57%. Combined, the companies would have a market value of roughly $6 billion if they decided to merge, which, while impressive, is still only a fraction of where both companies used to be valued at. 
Now for our final story today, the New York Times released their first story breaking down President Trump's tax returns over the past couple of decades. The newspaper uncovered some shocking information such as President Trump only paying $750 in federal income taxes in both 2016 and 2017, while he didn't pay anything for several other prior tax returns. It was also revealed that President Trump had accumulated roughly $420 million in debt, with many of those bills reaching their deadlines with Within the next four years. According to the New York Times, President Trump also acquired $73 million during his first two years of office from foreign sources. Attorneys from the Trump Organization responded and said that most, if not all, of the news appeared to be inaccurate. The president's response to the article was that it was indeed fake news. Anyways, folks, that's all we've got for you today. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Tuesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you you experience news.